This podcast may contain language that is not suitable for all listeners. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and may not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts. Hello and welcome to another episode of Without Definite Aim. This is a podcast where we use a random topic generator to dictate the direction of the conversation. I'm one of your hosts and my name is Vincent. And uh, if you didn't already know, uh, I am joined by the one and only. It's Drew. What's up? What's up? How you doing? I'm good. We're, uh, well, Vinny's pounded already his uh, drink of choice for tonight. <laughs> I've um, completed the Mexican 360. This is where you eat a greasy Mexican Mexican burrito and then slam a michelada yeah. after the Mexican burrito. I'm coining it the Mexican 360. The Mexican 360. <laughs> Sounds like How a- do you feel about micheladas? Uh, I like that you rimmed the glass. (laughs) I like that. I don't even know a better way to say this to me. You rimmed the glass. I mean, that's what you did. That's all you can do. Yeah, that's all you can Um, say. Uh, but I like, you know, it's like an interactive drink because you don't just sip it. Like you go for a little lick and yeah, like, it is. Oh, let me get some of that spicy salt on the, the, you gotta get the tahini in there. You gotta get the tahini on the, the rim of the, uh, of the drink. It's good. I mean. Drew, I wouldn't have said it as uh, as a guest, but Drew said, "I think the beer's flat. It's a little flat, uh, but it's not. It's not so flat. There's still a little. No, it's good though. It's nice. It's kind of weird to have like a drink. It's like refreshing in a way. It's not like sweet or no. Sour. It's like it's a little bit savory. It is. It's it's kind of refreshing. You're yeah. right. Yeah. It's I good. never thought I would like micheladas until. I had them drunkenly in Las Vegas. I think you got to make them though, because all the pre-can ones I've had, the pre-made ones in a can, are okay. Yeah, but I I agree. I think they got to be made fresh. So I go. Uh, me and my buddy split season tickets for the Padres this year, mm. and so we go every Friday night home game. We have tickets. Mm. And there's a little michelada stand right in uh, kind of right field. Peco Park. Yeah, it's over by the um, kind of by the uh, the pizza port in Petco Park. And I get a michelada almost uh, almost every game I go to. Mm. And I just get one because it's a tall boy in a big cup with michelada mix, hot sauce, tahini, and they fucking go hard on the tahini. It's like this far down the cup, probably like two inches full. It's like a full on like by the rim end of the, fest, dude. <laughs> the rim, rim fest. Is that what you just said? Rim fest? <laughs> That's to the point. You lick that cup so hard. Someone thinks that you're going to fuck the cup. Yeah. It's almost too much tahini to where I'm like doing this after I take a sip. I'm like. Got those bits in your mouth. Yeah. Trying to get rid of the. Yeah. The mouth bits. Yeah. Um, the Mexican 360 sounds like some kind of weird sex move with a when you're wearing a sombrero or something. You gotta, yeah, you've gotta wear a sombrero and play the trumpet at the same time as the sex, the Sexican 360. 
360. It's like you're wearing a sombrero, there's some trumpet in the background, and then you spit a mouthful of, uh, of Mexican hot sauce on, you're, on your partner. Yeah, you're going, it's it's a doggy, it's a variation of doggy style. <laughs> you have to have a sombrero on, and you're playing the trumpet like this. The Mexican 360. Yeah, the Mexican 360. This goes viral on OnlyFans. Yeah. It's have you seen the OnlyFans trend? It's called the Mexican 360. It's running rampant on OnlyFans. It's insane. (laughs) Sombreros are selling out everywhere. Everyone's learned how to play the trumpet overnight. Have you? How many times? Without being in a Mexican, serious question. Without being in a Mexican restaurant, how many times have you played uh, mariachi music, eating Mexican food home? N- not once. <laughs> no. I, have you? Yes. That's the most Vinny thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Vinny's just at home chowing down on a burrito, and he's no, like, "You made- know what? Could really." <laughs> you <laughs> made some. Some, we, I think we made some tacos one like night. I was like, "Fajitas or what?" Yeah, I think we made some <laughs> fajitas. <laughs> no, we made like fish tacos or something one night, and I was like, "You know what would make this a special night?" <laughs> you just put on the music, and it goes. It's like uh, the mariachi. Yeah, I just version of Ring of I Fire. I found a mariachi playlist on Apple Music, and. Uh, I you went it. to town, huh? Yeah, and everybody was like, well, the only person that said, what the fuck are you doing was my wife. Uh, but the everybody were embraced it. it. Yeah, well, I don't know. They were not into it. I don't think they said they were into it, but... I think they just kind of go along with whatever the fuck you do. Uh, for the most part, yeah. They just go in on whatever dad does, because... You know will, what I... Um, it'll always be a surprise. I really enjoyed the soundtrack to Coco. Which always kind oh, of yeah. like has a little mariachi vibe to 100%. it, right? Yeah. Um, great movie too. Um, the soundtrack I feel like I didn't get into because I didn't enjoy the movie as much was Encanto. I didn't love it. No, I didn't love it. It was too. more. It felt more musical vibe than which is Coco. like classic Disney. Yeah, totally. I liked because oh. wasn't it? Didn't Lin Manuel Miranda write? Yes. All of those songs, right? Yes. So, yep. Felt yep. more Broadway y than Coco did. Yeah. I did not like the story. It just, I don't know, something just didn't pull me in. I'm, uh, I'm with you. I don't know why. Yeah. I just, my kids loved it and we listened to the soundtrack a lot. But yeah, I just didn't get pulled into it. Did you, you like Luca? I really like Luca. Yeah, I, I've wanted to revisit that. I haven't, but um, I did really like Luca. I haven't seen Lightyear yet. Nor have I, and I think I've missed my opportunity. We wanted to go take the kids, but I think I've missed missed the opportunity in the movie theater. I think it's... I've heard it. I've I've heard it didn't do well. I've heard bad things about it, but I'm still going to watch it, and probably still going to enjoy. I loved it. everything about the trailer. So, but I mean, a trailer's a trailer, right? We all know how. Did you see? Have you seen Love and Thunder yet? No, Apparently I we're doing a movie review section yeah, we're here. Doing a movie review. I haven't. Yeah. I want to. I love saw Taika that on Watiti. Wednesday. Did you like it? Because I know that's another one that's got. Don't say that to me. Don't pull that. No, face. listen, listen, listen. Enjoyed it. Laughed multiple times. It's just it was a little bit cheesy. Okay. 
some of the jokes were overdone, I thought. Okay. Um and it was just it was just kind of like a meh standalone Thor movie. Like it didn't really add anything. I felt like Thor was kind of annoying throughout the whole thing. I feel like he's become one of my favorite characters in the MCU and he was my least favorite. Like Fat Thor and like that journey and Yeah, then but like... he turned they turned him into like yoga Thor, who's like he's fit now, but he's all sen he's all like sensual, sensitive and I don't know. I didn't I didn't hate it. I still had fun watching it. I just didn't I didn't love it. Okay. I thought it was kind of pointless to have Jane B. Thor also. I don't know if But you Jane, should watch it. There was a female Thor in the comic books, but I don't know if it was Jane. I don't was know. Was Jane enough. in the comic books? Yeah. Jane Foster was yeah, like his, that, love, that was interest. his love interest. Yeah, but and there is a female Thor that's newer in the Marvel comic universe, but I don't know if it was Jane Foster. I did think Christian Bale was really good as the villain. As Christian Bale is. just fucking brings it, though. Yeah, he does. He fucking brings it. All um, right. You know, um, you know who else brings it? Who else brings it? This fucking company called Bentec. Ah, they do bring it. They bring it. Uh, established in 1992 and based in Brisbane, Bentec is Australia's only manufacturer of the stainless steel tube. The company then takes the tube in various shapes and manufactures grab rails, handrails, Boat rails. <laughs> Captain! <laughs> Is it a Capitan? Capitan! And a range of other products for the aged care, disability, and transport markets. You can find all their wonderful products and more at www.bentech.com.au. Thank you, Bentech. Thank you, Bentech. We appreciate you. The Australian version of a mariachi. Uh, it's true. Of a mariachi whistle what do they call that when they go ay, 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 ay. Oh, oh i don't know what they call that you may I, we know what we call the the wave at the gate we call that the mexican wave it is the mexican it's called the mexican wave Wait, yeah, i yeah. thought they call they it just the call same. it the wave here but why but it's the mexican wave yeah because i told someone else and they're like that's racist and i'm like no it's what we call it in australia it's no not. Everybody knows it's not it. racist it's the mexican it's wave who said it was racist i feel like someone told me it was racist bring me to them i'll beat the shit out of them <laughs> It's the Mexican wave. It was the Mexican mafia. <laughs> I feel like that's racist. Uh, all right. Time for how much? Not how much. <laughs> I'm like skipping. Gun, yeah. yeah, I'm like skipping like, the whole the com- fucking uh, into the podcast, podcast right uh, now. Sorry. Um, uh, you're ready, ready to get to the random topic. We're ready to get the random topic. We've got to do the random topic at first before we can go to how much. I so. mean, we could change it up, technically. We've already added like an impromptu movie review section it's at the true. beginning of this. It's true. Yeah. All right. Drew's got the random topic better. He's going to smash it. All right, here we go. Tonight's random topic is cults. <laughs> cults. Do you like how I did the like cult? Is a cult a male horse? Cults, like <laughs> the cult of personality. <laughs> Come on, you know the the eighty song. Cult of personality. I don't know. I don't actually fucking know that song. Who is that song by? I'm going along with it, but I don't know who that is. It's, uh, I've got to feel. 
Is the song called Cult, Cult of, Person- of Personality? Yeah, I don't Stop know, it. but I know what you're doing. Knock it off. What am Cult, I doing? I don't know. Cult of Person Living Color? I don't know. I'm okay. not sure I know that song. I'm not familiar with the song, band, but, but I can improvise and yeah, sing along. Yeah, you nailed it. I can. So I don't have much to comment on the, the horse type of cult. So I'm going to assume that we're going to talk about cults. The cults of the Aussie button god. Cult of the Aussie button god. Yeah, the, the one true and only cult. Mate. Do you think you could ever get wrapped into a cult? Um, honestly i think i'm too much of like a very steady steady eddie i'm a steady eddie i i think i'm too there's nothing that crazy in my life that i've ever been like i get i'm i'm an avid collector Mm -hmm. you know this i've talked about it before and i get sucked into collecting different things in different times of my life but what if instead of collecting toys you collected cults. It was collecting women. <laughs> oh God! Is this a cult or being a, do I become a serial? Feels killer? like a lot of cults are based around like one dude th- thinking he deserves to sleep with multiple women, right? It's true. That is the core sensibility of a lot of cults it's yeah. in history. Uh, that probably still are. Um, I, I mean, I feel like I'm a confident person. I don't know that I'm that confident to think that I deserve to do that. Or that that's the right thing to do. Like, I'm confident in who right. I am and proud of who I am. But I don't think... Like, for me, in my... I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if it comes down to, like, the way you're upbringing. But there's no part of me that thinks that that's right. I'll just tell you right now that people who get sucked into cults are are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think those people are smart. I don't think I'm like the smartest guy. I'm really not the smartest guy. I'll tell you that right now. Vinny's got the street smarts. I've got, I would, that's fair. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. I'll take that. But I just, yeah, I'm not, I don't know what person, I mean, I, I guess Drew's right. The personality. I think you're fucking in. stupid <laughs> if you get sucked into a cult. I'm not joking about this. I think you are inferior mentally. But the, so like you're weak. You have a weak mental mind. Yeah, there's right? some part of you. Yeah, yeah I, like for me, like though, and I, uh, just the honesty of it, like getting caught up in in like cults is the same for me. It's the same mentality, and maybe like the the same kind of personality that I associate with, who gets sucked into like conspiracy theories and QAnon, like mm-hmm. 100 and like yeah. the election was stolen. Like, yeah. I feel like that's, that's their the own same. kind of cult, right? Like, I like feel the like QAnon going people going down that road, worship fucking Trump. Like if it hadn't been that road, it would have been a cult where everybody yeah, yeah. wears white pants. Yeah. And, and pointy hoods. <laughs> oh, wait, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> Uh, classic um classic (laughs) (laughs) um no i just think i just think if you if you buy into to to a lesser extent i feel that way about religion and i know that'll piss people off but well that's way i feel like we've mentioned that before on the podcast like if there had been like one of these fucking crazy cults that have existed throughout time, if that had been there before Christianity, is that just what would Christianity that, that would be? That'd be just like the dominating. Yeah, like I mean, that's how I feel. That is. Like, that that is could be. Yeah, 
I the other thing I I I don't know if we ever talked about this, but going down the like, kind of like the line of religion, like I don't understand the fantasy stories in the Bible, and how like everybody takes everything in the Bible and how. You know, they always like, I don't even know enough of the biblical feeders in the Bible. People are like, Abraham said this. And who are the other people? Moses. Moses said this and in the Bible. And Peter. Peter. Paul. <laughs> Peter Paul. And the Pied Piper. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know where people choose to take, and not, not like a diss against, well, I guess maybe it is a diss against religion. I don't know. But where people take those things and try to use those as like an argument for other things, particularly in like politics. And like justify it when there's stories about like fighting fucking giants and sh- isn't there shit like that in the Bible? I mean, the dude like walks on water and revives people. So like, it's weird. I mean, I know the mentality that like, oh well, God or Jesus can do anything because they, you know, he created the the world and he created us. And it's like I understand that, but even that, like, well, it it it. The way that people use the Bible, a lot of people, a lot of religious people, and these are particular people that are immoral people who don't really live by the Bible. It's it's a convenient tool to convince a lot of stupid people that you know what you're talking about and that Christ, that's what Christ is preaching. Right. Um, you know, homosexuality is a sin, Right. Well, they're they're actually twisting his words of saying like, uh, like a man and a woman, you know, should be together, and making it the end all be all or something, you right. know. Um, but when one of the Ten Commandments is love thy neighbor, and they're spewing hate against women, minorities non-white people right it's just like it's a total they they just pick they those types of people like to just pick and choose what works for them in that moment but they don't live by it you know well we that's know the that most frustrating thing about religion we know that is or, or, fact too with religion because wasn't it one of the like the kings of england that broke off from the catholic church because he wanted to divorce his wife and couldn't mm-hmm so that's what kind of created, I think, Protestantism, the, yeah, right? like yeah. The, the Church of England. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, like I, I, I've often, I don't know if I've often thought about it, but there's been times I've thought about the fact that, like, what if another, like, one of these cults that believe that, like, you know, there was they were going to ascend to an alien mothership or something, and they drunk poison to ascend. Like, what if that had have come before Christianity? Like, is that what Christianity would be? I always wonder that. Is like, humanity extinct? right um, like everybody on earth just goes all right we're going to see the mothership yeah and then they all just die yeah goodbye um yeah i don't think i could i don't think i've ever been in a there's any point in my life where i've been like definitely need to join a cult need to find one of these ones that believe that you know yeah it's just an interesting like I'm sure there's studies and, and analysis on the type of person that gets wrapped into a cult, but probably someone who's going through a hard time, maybe trying to fit in somewhere, and then they just get wrapped in, or maybe like a good friend or a family member. That's kind of how you get cult- pulled into cults. All right, it's someone that you trust 
is in on the inside and then you get pulled in and initiated. The one thing I've always, I don't know if I've respected it, but I guess in this day and age, you see it less unless you grow up in the right area. But I've always on some level respected and maybe it's fake, but like the level of like how it's almost like there's that kind of community in religion. Mm -hmm. I mean, I definitely experienced growing up with grandparents that were Mm -hmm. religious and going to church with them. And it always seemed pleasant. I'm sure there was fakeness and like bitchiness and people that were like spreading rumors and stuff. Yeah. Fucking each other's wives or something. (laughs) Right. On the side. Yeah. But, you know, in, in like in the area that we recently moved to, like we have this little community and it doesn't involve religion. And yeah. It's kind of showing me that, oh, okay, so that that's just one thing that comes with religion that you don't necessarily... Yeah, I do think I do think that that is a positive of religion, is you do have... It, it is... It's a community. And I, I ha- actually have, you know, some fond memories going to church growing up. We used to go to church, and after Sunday Mass, they'd have donuts... I was always so excited to get a donut after church. <laughs> you didn't have and, to make out with like the priest. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say the priest always gave me his special icing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Special icing. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I just don't I don't know how you get wrapped into something like that. Have you ever um <clears throat> have you seen the show Explained on Netflix? No, it's like a tw- it's like twenty thirty minute episodes, and they go through just like different <laughs> kind of random topics, but they take more of a scientific approach, not a dumbassery approach like we do. Um, but they have an episode on cults, which is really interesting. H- how how it starts, um, some of the famous cults. I mean, the, the one of the bi- I mean one of the biggest ones was from came from San Diego. That's the one... Which was... I think it was... Is it... Jim or... I don't remember what it was called, but that's the one where they all drunk poison, right? Mm-hmm. And they all... They, had, they all ingested, like, cyanide or something like that, yeah. right? Yeah. Did, they, did... they died down in Guatemala or something like that. Oh, they so they went weren't to... in San Diego, no, they but weren't. it started here? But it here. Was started here. I know there's a house somewhere you can drive past, and apparently they live there at some point. You know what happened the other day? Jonestown Massacre. Jonestown Massacre. Jim Jones is the... There was two mums walking their kids or something or dogs down the street and they were passing out flyers and they were inviting... They were going to do a a movie night in the park, but it was a church group. Mm. And it's so... Like my oldest uh, kid, Kitty, my daughter, is... It's so hard to explain to an, an eight-year-old that, like, you know, there's there's going to be some kind of hooks that come with going to this. Like, I'm sure they're going to talk about something prior right. to the movie. It's not just about the movie. No. And it's like, it was so hard to explain to her that, mm. like, like, I tried to explain to her because we've explained, like, church to her and that, you know, mommy and daddy are both, like, growing up kind of going to church throughout times in our life. But to kind of explain that to her that, there's almost like an ulterior motive to like going to the screening of the movie that they're probably going to talk before and then maybe even after. 
It, what was? Did you know what the movie was? Like, did it say? Well, what no, the it's movie not like it's some like religious movie or something. It's it's a new animated one, The Bad Guys. It's a oh, new one that's of the right. Newer, the, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like one of it's a, like yeah, a, it's a big bad movie. wolf and yeah, and uh, it was kind of heartbreaking to kind of basically tell her like we're not going to go to this because you know it's not like they're going to pause the movie and be like come to church yeah, you know but right. I, I it was just it was just a, like kind of one of those it's one of those like life lessons as a parent of like trying to navigate this conversation because my bo- I think my well my kids are smart but like explaining that to six year olds is like. Especially with like it's basically I'm just like not going to the movie. Yeah, right. And they're like, oh shit. Yeah, basically. So it was just like an awkward. Yeah, it's a thing. weird one. Yeah, Re- religion is always a weird one, one way or the other, right? Like, I grew up going to church, but my parents never forced it on me. Right. Um, which was kind of good. They kind of let me make a decision on what I wanted to do. When I started getting old enough, like I think twelve, thirteen was when I was like, "Yeah, I'm not, I'm not super psyched about this." Well, Jen and I even had the conversation. It's like, like how is it one of those things? Like how parents are like, "Oh, you can't drink alcohol until you're 21." It's like, do you just like do you do you give them some exposure to this at a younger age? They're gonna be yeah. like, like I don't want to say to her, "Hey, it's fucking boring." <laughs> like I'll be honest, like. But then I think of elements like I remember like like just singing like everybody's singing in church and that was fun and it's like we were, we were talking about like well do we expose her on some level so she sees like you know like you said like it's fair to let kids do it but we were talking about how like there's always kids in high school that somehow get sucked back into church kids or something mm-hmm. and like start going to church like my wife was talking about like friends that that happened to her when she was in high school and my best but i'll never forget this this year of my life it was the worst what, year what of my was life. it set the set the tone right here what year was it okay 2010 <laughs> i had just sprung my first pube oh wow i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> i'm kidding no drew had a full bush at this point yeah Vinny's doing the math he's like that puts you at 22 what no just kidding um and my best my best friend my ended up being the best man at my wedding his name's jeremy love him to death what's up fucking jazz we used to jazz 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 out jazz out mate um (laughs) we used to we hang out every day this was like sophomore year of high school so and we lived right around the corner from each other so we'd hang out at you know either either place and then um you know, this is, you know, Jezo was a good-looking guy. He still is a good-looking guy. He's a firefighter. And, you know, he he had done his fair share of... He, he had received his fair share of, like, handies behind the bleachers. You know, he was relatively Fuck active. Jezo, you legend. <laughs> Jezo, you legend, man. Uh, and then he gets with this girl who was very religious at the time so they did the dirty eventually yeah oh eventually eventually um but for about a year he turned into this like righteous religious asshole who would like a couple times had told me like hey probably shouldn't cuss oh my god 
And the year before, he's getting a hand job behind the bleachers at the high school, right? Like, this isn't a this isn't a, a goody two shoes over here, you know? Right. We you know we had our first ciggy together when we were like middle school, right? Just like coughing up a lung. Um, and then he yeah he got with this this he was dating this girl for like a year or something. They went on a couple mission trips together. They went to Egypt together and I just had to weather the storm. And then it, it ended. And then we had kind of a heart to heart. And I was like, man, you're kind of an asshole for the last year. You're like a judgy asshole. He was like, you're right. I was, I'm sorry for that. And then we got on and it was like, it was like, and then you guys went by the bleachers and you gave me a handy. <laughs> yes. You're like, hey. That happened. You're like, could I just like. Can we just. I feel like we need to maybe drain all our bad energy. <laughs> so I'm going to drain your balls. <laughs> um, fucking Jezza, mate. Jezza. I love the guy Classic. so much. Such a good dude. I don't even know him, and I love him. Oh, uh, you would you would get along with him. Fucking jazz, mate. Yeah, you would get along. Getting you guys be on the bleachers yeah. and then become a fucking goody two shoes. <laughs> that was a rough year for me. Do you remember? I mean, you know this from fucking high school. You it wasn't even that long ago for you, but the stories of like people getting hand jobs and like girls getting figured behind places on yeah. old couches at parties yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah, I think of that now as an adult. I'm like. Disgusting. Uh, uh. Uh, there was an infamous story of a girl in like seventh grade who got fingered during uh, class. No, I swear to God, that's like no. It was uh, um, it was broadcasting, <laughs> so it was like dark, and they were like watching a film or something. She got oh fingered in the God. classroom. I still remember her name. <laughs> her name was Shelby. I, I won't. You, I, I won't out her last name. And <laughs> the rare, rare chance that anybody is knows. This like solid confirmed. No, I mean it's speculation. The people who were in the class certainly That's thought like so. That's like one of those stories. It's just like, like it sounds like something out of like a fucking American Pie movie. Yeah, I think it happened. I really do. Oh my god. I can't remember who did. Could the you fi- have done that the in fingering? a school class? I can't remember who did the figuring. I just remember who got fingered. <laughs> fingered is such a no. In <laughs> seventh grade, I was so far away from being anywhere near a vagina. Like it was- <laughs> this is my last word. No. Pretty much, that was my middle school and mostly high school career. But look at the. Look at the beautiful flower the young you strapping man. I, <laughs> yeah, look at the young Megatram you turned into. Uh, yeah, I, I uh, couldn't, couldn't. That's have. such a fucking classic. It's such a middle story. school like, like yeah. It feels like it's straight out of a movie. You know, one of the craziest fucking high school stories. I know we'll get back to cults, but one of the craziest high school. This is when I lived with my dad for like a minute. One of the craziest stories didn't involve fingering. Or getting handies behind the bleachers. But <laughs> there was these uh, kids in the town. They were kind of considered... They were all brothers and all in different grades. But I had one in one in my year, I think. And then the other one was like a year above me. And they, you all... You called them what? 
the I honestly don't remember their names to be honest. I just remember they were considered the It bad wasn't kids. like the They weren't like I think they were like a, a poorer family, so it was kind of sad that they were looked down upon, but they were in that thing they The were Palmer kind of, brothers. You don't want to but, come around the Palmer brothers. Yeah. I remember one of their names was Paul, but I can't remember what Paul that, Palmer? Paul Palmer. <laughs> PP. Uh, but I remember that they had a shed in their backyard and people said that they had done like a Ouija board, like a seance mm-hmm. and released a demon in their shed. That is a, that is a tall tale. But people like, they were the bad kids. So you kind of believed it. Like yeah, yeah, all yeah. the brothers got in yeah. trouble and shit, you yeah. know, and always in trouble in school. But people had said they'd done this and like their shed was haunted with like evil spirits or something. And it was just one of those like ridiculous high school stories. But I was like, oh, that's fucked up. See, I thought that their shed was used for sex purposes. In Probably. High that's what it was. Someone was screaming in there and it was and it out was of orgasmic. Pleasure. Yeah, yeah, it was orgasmic pleasure. It wasn't pleasure of pain. Or maybe it was. It, it, uh, for some reason, my brain went to the scene in Fast Times at Ridgemont High mm. when they do it in the shed. That and sounds like, like such an undesirable place to get fingered in the shed. It might. Yeah. Well, certainly to have any sort of intercourse either but there's a lot of people i gotta say that car intercourse might be the worst place to have sex <laughs> in a car intercourse. like <laughs> unless it's can like, you think of a worse place to have sex there's like nothing you can't do anything in a car in a sedan i should i should clarify <laughs> let me be real specific if you've got like a you know a, a bitch in suburban lay down all the back seats you got plenty of room a worse place to have sex than a car. Yeah, you're stumped, aren't you? I mean, there's lots of places I can think, but I don't know how practical they are, you know. A car's obvious, you know. You go out with the girl, things yeah. are getting kind of hot and heavy. Yeah. You're on make-out peak. Uh, yeah. You know. Raging boner. <laughs> raging boner. <laughs> things just get wild. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't borrow dad's truck so you could open it. So you had mom's to... little four-door uh, <laughs> Toyota Camry. I'm still trying to get over this, like, fucking figured in the classroom story. Because <laughs> I just can't believe okay, it. Okay, on a, on a real note, that poor girl, Shelby, I was teased about it for on end. I felt <laughs> bad. She probably was, like, legitimately bullied about it. Shelby, you've probably never had an official apology, but... Coming from the boys of the WWE podcast. I didn't ever give you shit about it. I had no opinion. Uh, again, again, couldn't be farther away from a vagina as <laughs> seventh grader. Seventh grade Drew. Um, but hey, maybe don't ask for it next time. Yeah, that's so fucking gnarly to me. Like, I couldn't... I don't think I could have ever... Takes two to tango, baby. It does. I know. I understand that. But I don't think I could have ever been on the end delivering that in a fucking classroom. I can't think of a I'd be so nervous. Exactly. Like, it's like... You've got some fucking, like... Maybe that did it for her. The dude was just shaking so much. He was so nervous that it was, like, actually, like... Uh, is there any other let, we'll go back to cults is there any other crazy fucking high school stories I need to hear I want to hear one more because Drew's fucking got some bangers he's bringing out uh, the hits the hits of 2010 I mean I don't know there's so many to choose from I mean that's up there like I I thought the pinnacle of my high school stories was like haunted sheds and uh, yeah I'm trying to th- I'm trying to think 
There was always lots of weird, like, rumors about, like, people, like, making out and, like, fingering. I remember hearing that all the time, but I don't remember hearing fingering in a fucking classroom. That's on another level. Yeah, no, I, I don't... Anybody in your school in a cult? I guess cult kids don't really go to schools, right? Probably not. It, um, Could you the, call Mormonism a cult? Well, that's what I was thinking, like, but they are considered a religious organization, right? And same, that's what I was thinking, like, Scientology is fucking cult off the charts, but I think they're also identified by government as a religious organization. Yeah. Which is why they get away with so much gnarly shit. Because they can just claim it on the grounds of, like... It's insane that you get to that, because I don't know a whole lot about Scientology. I mean, I've watched that documentary on HBO, um, which is just bananas like crazy i'll have to watch it well i mean i know one of the core beliefs i think within scientology is that there was some other kind of race of aliens on earth at some point that died and then when humans evolved when we evolved from you know uh apes that the that the ghosts of these aliens embedded themselves in somehow possessed humans and how could you ever believe in that and they, they, they have some belief that you will ascend back to your home, your alien planet or something I, I i look someone correct me if i'm wrong i'm sure fucking chris knows about this shit it's you know just of all the facts that he knows but he sounds I, like someone who could get sucked into a cult it's true yeah, yeah. he's a dumb fuck <laughs> he's the biggest biggest dummy of them all um but yeah, I know that that there's some belief around something about like alien spirits that were once on Earth that have a pit, like that are somehow embedded in humans, and their belief is like eventually ascending back to their planet, their mother planet, or something, their home planet. And I know they have these machines that like gauge how strong the spirits are in your body or something. Um, I know that the documentary talks about that. I think it just talks more about like the history and the like almost like insan like the level of insanity. Yeah. It's just insane that you get to that level, though. And, like, they're basically, like, black... Well, I mean, I'm sure some of the celebrities are in on it, but, like, I know that there's, like, levels of black le- blackmailing that... Like, oh, yeah, like, and they... Yeah. They like have large donations to right. the church. Yeah. I just... That's... I just don't... It's all so illogical, those cults... Uh, specifically the cults. First of all... Why would you ever? Why would there ever be any fucking evidence of that of that being the case? That we're all somehow. Well, you you play that off with just like insane claims, right? Like if there's gods, well, gods can do anything, right? Like that's insane too, right? The notion of gods. I don't. That's that's the hard thing. I, I that's the that's why I have a hard time about any of it it's all impractical unprovable bullshit so why am i going to sit here and worry about whether or not i'm an alien soul descending to the home planet right i have no way of proving that i have no way of disproving that i've always been of the belief too that like i can't think of anything worse than these missions going to other getting countries. Getting fingered behind the bleachers. <laughs> getting fingered in your <laughs> no, fucking classroom Sorry. in the dark. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, that. yeah, I couldn't imagine doing that. Even behind the bleachers at school, that's rough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, and we're back to fingering. No, go ahead. <laughs> fingering. This is a podcast about fingering. <laughs> fingering just sounds wrong, too. Welcome to Without Definite Fingering. <laughs> it just sounds kind of, It sounds dirty. Fingering is like... It's one obviously one step below fisting. As <laughs> Jesus, this fisting is a big step. It's real aggressive. <laughs> but fingering just sounds. Fisting doesn't sound any better, to be honest. And they both start with F too. What are the odds? Do you think that? <laughs> Do I think that what? Do you think that? You know how you know how hand jobs aren't like super pleasurable to dudes. Like if someone else is giving you a hand job, like obviously you know your way around your own penis. So like, um, where is this going? I, this is building up to something. Okay, okay, but I'm just asking. I'm asking. You know how like hand jobs aren't like the best. I need a yes or no here. Do, can you agree or disagree with? Me I just I don't statement? know where this. I want to see where this leads though before okay. I make assumptions. All right. So <laughs> apparently, Vinny doesn't have any opinion on this, but like. I feel like it's relatively common knowledge that when like someone's like jerking you off, it's like not always the best because they don't know what they're doing. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, let me finish. <laughs> Joke intended. Let me finish. Okay, I think I, I think I see the direction here. So, do you think that fingering is like the same concept for women? Oh, I would believe that a hundred percent. That like you're saying it's like okay, a guy obviously knows his <laughs> dig dog and how it feels <laughs> yeah, yeah. is what you're trying to get at, yeah. and that. A girl knows her way around a... A, a vagine. A vagine. Yeah. Yeah. That makes 100% sense. So, so one I'm, might assume that it's probably not... the. It probably doesn't feel the best when they're getting fingered, right? <laughs> I'm more from a teenager in a classroom, yes. <laughs> oh, God. Again, he was nervous. It could have felt really good. It's true. Um I forgot where I was going. And he had that. a Red Bull that day too, so. Yeah, he was he had wings for sure. Um Colts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think it's time. Is it time for how much? Uh yeah, let's do how much. Do you much. have any last comments about Colts and or fingering? <laughs> <laughs> fingering pod with Drew and Vinny. Um no, I agree with you. Like, I don't know... Wait, you like, agree with me that, like, fingering probably doesn't feel as great, or...? <laughs> yes, I mean, I guess. Um, no, I agree with you. Like, I mean, the, the bottom line is someone's in a weird place in their life when you get sucked into that shit, because I don't think there's any part in my life where I've been like, I'm gonna fucking... These guys are cool. Let yeah. me join them. I always feel bad hearing about the stories of the people who are, like, born into a cult... Or well, yeah, that's into a yeah, cult. right. Are, I understand that. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, and Drew's basically in a cult anyway because he, he lives in an area called Vista, and there's a well-known cult called the Yellow Deli. I contribute to whatever fuckery hap- that happens at Yellow Deli because their food is really good. Have you been there? I've been there once, and then some live was... podcast from Yellow Deli next time or what? I mean, if they're down, they're open twenty-four-seven. Oh, uh, so twenty-four-five actually. They close on Saturday morning, and we opened Sunday afternoon. Mm. Some some religion, what, yeah, what religious mis- region. What, what mysterious know. antics happen in that time? They celebrate like Jewish holidays, I'm pretty sure. But they follow Christ. I don't really understand. 
I've been well, invited. I know there there are a lot of deep ties between like Judaism and yeah, yeah, yeah. Christianity yeah. going back. I mean, yeah, there yeah. are like a more ties than I think people. Yeah, they, realize. they celebrate like Passover and that's all. I that's Ramadan. So they got like a fucking holiday. So the, so they got like all the best of both worlds. You right? You got fucking. They celebrate Easter and then Passover. They get Christmas. fucking. Well, they give each other like matzo ball soup or what? <laughs> what, what? What happens? Um, uh, yeah, they're open twenty four five. I went there so once. Whenever you want to jam over there, and I went there once, and someone's like, "You're supporting a cult." And I was like, "Fucking don't say that shit to me," because I don't like the idea that I am supporting a cult. I don't even know if there are a cult. There's culty vibes there. It's That's what I'm saying. One hundred percent cult. Uh, everybody's got like kind of like cool hippie hair. They're rel- they're nice people, right? The people who are at the restaurant. Mm. I sat in front of the fire once. It was very delightful. That's where I sat. It was a maybe my day. justification, and maybe I'm doing this just because I want to keep eating at the Yellow Deli. But my maybe my justification is that the pe- the people who are in the cold are they're choosing to be there, and they're nice people. Well, I, I, actually, I do I believe s- that with the majority of cults. I know there's people that get sucked into a cult and like blackmailed into staying there for various yeah. reasons or like prisoners i guess to a degree but i do believe there are a lot of cults where people are there by choice yeah no 100 percent. but um there's a gentleman who works worked at the vista yellow deli and there's a period in time where Haley and i went there at least once a week probably more yeah we would study there do homework eat hang out whatever so we got to know this man named Joseph. He was okay. most there. mostly the host there, sat us down at our tables, whatever, had some nice chats with him. He went to open international yellow delis. So he opened one in like Argentina. He opened one in Germany. He helped open one in Amsterdam, I think. So he opened a bunch of like international yellow delis. Mm. We ran into him, honest to God, like three years since we saw him last and he was and he totally remembered us called fucking us out by name joseph fucking joseph sweet guy where, where did we where did you run into him at at yellow deli he was back at the oh he was back at that one yeah oh crazy yep still in the cult yep okay i would if i were to guess he and his wife are like relatively high up in whatever rank system that they have too I don't know. I don't know why, but nice man. Are they all, he all the guys? Us to, he invited us to Bible study. A couple Whoa, times. that's when you know, like he's like, I fucking respect you guys. Come and hang out. Let's read some vibes. Yep. And I told him, thanks, but no thanks, Joseph. Hail Satan, and left. <laughs> You're like, hey, Joseph. But real talk though, do you give handies out the back? <laughs> All right, it is time for How Much with your host. It is Vinny. How much to try... I'm going fucking straight in on this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, let's let's do it. How much to try and become a professional wrestler? I know how fucking Drew feels about this. Uh, and that's why it's funny. But, I mean, I'm talking like fucking commitment. Like, Yeah, like, what are we... What are we talking I'm talking here? like you're getting uh, fucking huge. Buff. You're getting huge. You gotta. I could do the theater part of it. Oh, you could. I know you got the. Anybody know? Anybody listening to this podcast knows Drew's. I've got some theater in me. Have you done like done a lot of theater in? 
high school? Because no, I did the I school. Did all the music stuff. So I. Oh, I that's did, right. Because you played your upright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did. I did the local, like I did the school theater productions, but I was playing the the music for it, not like singing. Mm. I did not a few. I don't think I did any plays in high school. In the. <laughs> In the bleachers, Fuck. can we can we write a music about being fingered at school? It was school? very very scary, and I was very very hairy. <laughs> <laughs> this is good though. I like this. Is we're getting back into like he, <laughs> improvisation. He stuck his finger deep. I felt a little creep. <laughs> And I was getting fingered in the classroom. Fingered in the classroom. Whoa. <laughs> this is fucking good, dude. You haven't done a freestyle jingle in a while, and that was fucking up there. Thank you. Yeah. I Maybe, I don't know what you do in, in your career, but maybe you're going down the wrong <laughs> yeah, line. Maybe you should be fucking writing musicals or some shit. Uh, yeah. There's, an un, there's a hidden talent there, for sure. So. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I low-key want to see, like, a joke comedy, like, movie, like, musical about getting <laughs> fingered, though. That'd be kind of funny. Um, the trials of, the trials and tribulations of Shelby. Particularly if it's not, like, obviously it's fucking weird if it's, like, teenagers, but if it's all adults being teenagers, though, funny. That's it sounds funny. like an SNL skit yeah, or something. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm talking, like, as committed you can be to become a professional wrestler. And you're probably not going to get in the WWF or E or whatever the fuck it's called now. I don't even fucking know anymore. Um, I know it changed at some point. But committed enough that you're getting kind of bulky. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to, like, wrestling practice. Maybe you're on, like, a amateur circuit. Yeah. What's your fucking wrestler name? Man, that's a hard one. Well, I, everybody knows the me. My nickname for a long time was the Butcher, so that's mine. Like done, one and that's done. So easy. I know it's too easy, but it's one and done. I've got. I think I'm gonna have like a big apron that's got blood on it. Yeah. Is that hard? Yeah, super hard. Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um. I don't know. I'm really well, struggling. Okay. I would really yeah. struggle with that. Okay. Uh, well, all right. Well, I mean, this is how much though. Could so, I just go with like an alliterative, like Drew Drew Doyle, and that's my Drew Doyle. That's my wrestler name. I like that. Like, it, it almost sounds like, like it's some John kind of Cena like, doesn't have a nickname. He's just John Cena. It's Can true. I be Drew Doyle. Drew Doyle. Okay. You sound like some kind of like proper Englishman. Like you show up to the ring Maybe drinking tea. Vibe. That'd be kind of funny. Like this proper Englishman. Oh, I love that. I walk down with a cane. Like, I just go, like, the most generic, like, oh, I'm the butcher. I've got a fucking bloody apron. Oh, I'm bad. I'm the bad guy. I'm, and I'm, Maybe my nip, my nickname is the aristocrat. I like how you come up. I could just imagine, like, you, we, like we have our first match together. You come up on fucking stage, and I slap just the tea so, out of your hand. So classy. Yeah, so classy. And then I look back at you slowly. Mm. Craze in my eyes. <laughs> You take your monocle I take, off. Slowly take my monocle <laughs> off, and then I start beating the shit out of you with my cane. It's true. Oh yes, you've got a fucking cane, like yeah. a proper English and then, gentleman. Obviously, I have a rip-off three-piece suit on. Oh, I love it. And you rip that off of me, yeah. and I'm in a. I'm obviously just in my speedo, right? Because that's <laughs> that's 
Your undies and your boots, your that's wrestling what, boots. Yeah, that's what you can't be a wrestler and wear anything else. So unless you're John Cena and you can wear cargo shorts, I guess. True. Yeah. Does he have a wrestling nickname? No, it's He's just, just John Cena. I don't know enough about dun, like. My, dun, dun, dun. I like that you even know his dun, like theme. Dun, dun, dun. I don't even know his theme to be honest. I know who John that's theme his is. Theme. I actually love John Cena in movies. Like who here? Like he's he's, kind, he's pretty good. Like he's not rock level yet. Rock's even become like a little bit too much on sometimes. Like I haven't got like rock fatigue, but he's a little. I mean, I he's still love like the rock. Same fucking guy in every movie, right? Yeah, I still like the rock. I'm but here to save you. But John Cena I'm the has. Rock has big have you watched did you watch suicide squad with john cena in it the original suicide squad no 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 no, no. the the second one that uh james gunn oh which one was that one james gunn directed one that came out like a year or two ago So no i have not seen that one and then john cena's character from that uh james gunn movie got his own hbo max series oh really yeah and it's hilarious what's it what's it called it's whatever I can't even think of it right now. It's whatever his fucking character's name is. It's based on that. But he's basically like he's basically like Captain America that would do anything for peace. Like he'll kill a kid if it means getting peace. Like that's how like insane he is. So he's ultimate like utilitarianism, which is like the most whatever is the most amount of good for the most amount of people. Yeah, he does. It doesn't matter if it means killing like fifty women. If it means like that's the ultimate goal, to do the right thing, like he'll do it. Yeah, I can't even think of his fucking name right now. But his character was very funny in the movie, uh, and then he got his own TV show, which is also very funny. But you got to watch the movie first. Do you have a favorite wrestler of all time? Um, as a kid, I always loved Rowdy Roddy Piper. Who's his whole thing was like being Scottish. Oh, nice. Yeah, he wore a kilt. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Rowdy Roddy Piper. That's a that's a name and a half right there. It's way better than Drew Doyle. <laughs> Drew, Drew Doyle, though, I love the schlick of like you coming up with your like Englishness and the the monocle, and I, I just say. imagine you. <laughs> I say that's your catchphrase. <laughs> I, I say. The butcher just Ooh, comes yes. up and he's just Indubitably. like the butcher's on stage. He's like, Ugh. yeah, just some like guttural grunts you in my way <laughs> um okay drew doyle the butcher how much you, I, you gotta get on some Fuck. like amateur circuit like you gotta this you is committed really go. yeah this is a this is a commitment so i would like to take some time off of work and focus on my body <laughs> um i want to see this conversation with your boss <laughs> that would actually be like enjoyable to me because i've always like felt like I've I've wanted to bulk up. I just don't want to try the the. I don't want to put the minimal effort it takes to actually like go to the gym every this day. This is a commitment. Like this is like I'm not saying you're gonna get like like I said that we're not we're not expecting you to get on like WWF or E or whatever. No, I know it's a commitment. I mean, but, we're probably talking year two years. Oh, just like to a get year the, of training. Oh, 100. percent And then to the bulk get, on top to bulk yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. That's a few years there. Easy. So, but I'm thinking like amateur, some kind of amateur circle. I feel like you can probably get in there with the right training if you've got some good theatrics. Two two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Really? Is that low? No, I just I don't know. It's one of those things like I don't know how much is too much because this is going to basically take over your life. It's going to be it's going to be a commitment. It's a full time job. So I kind of if we're saying like three years, like 
250,000? Yeah, I don't know. I think that I don't I don't know how much I, I was thinking a little bit more even, but well, let's go there. I kind of came down to 250 and I could do that. Quarter of a million? A couple years? I don't know. I honestly I don't have Why is my cat she's eating tape right now. That's great. Oh, come on. What are you doing? You fat You look fat right now, dude. Don't eat the tape. Hi to the podcast. Yeah, good. Oh, I love that. I love that we got that on there. <laughs> right? Um, okay, 250. What are you thinking? No, I don't really have a number. I don't know what's right. Like, if this is dominating your life, like, I'm a 41-year-old man. This is this is a commitment, right? Becoming a wrestler at 41 years old. I was thinking... I don't know how much I was thinking, to be honest. 250 seems very fair to me, but... To think of like the stress you're gonna put you you know wrestling I feel like you're gonna fuck your knees up and shit yeah you know, yeah you're, you're gonna dislocate a, a couple shoulders so you're basically gonna become a stunt man at this maybe, point uh, too yeah yeah totally maybe Could, break a couple, couple concussions I'm sure yeah break a few bones um the commitment dude, this is a commitment to my life I'm hoping to make enough money that. I mean, are you making money on top of this too? You're getting paid. They're like, hey, you did a well, good I job mean, tonight. It's Here's like an 250 amateur- bucks. Yeah, sure. I mean, you're not making an amateur fucking professional wrestler is not making shit. Okay, so you put a year amount. So, okay, you're saying what? Three years, right? Three did years. we say like three okay, years? Okay, 250. You know what? Round it off. I'm going to have 300K. Yeah, I was thinking that too, and then I convinced myself to go down to 250. I'll stick with it. Uh, I think 250. But listen, $100,000 a year to yeah. get your body right? Yeah. I mean, that's a good amount of money to be like ripped and healthy. You're yeah. in the gym. That's your job. Yes. I'd like to think that if I didn't have to work all day, I would go to the gym more often. In fact, I know I would. I need to see if I can convince my wife to dress you, to draw you and I as our wrestling alter oh egos. Oh my God. Drew Doyle? I, the only oh, thing Oh, you got that a is, fucking mustache too. Yes, dude. I would have to get implant. I would have to get a mustache implant for that to happen. <laughs> then you're going to need that 50 grand for the mustache implant. Is that how much a fucking mustache implant? I don't fucking implant? know Jesus. how much a mustache implant costs. But yes, I would have to have the curlies, right? Oh, dude, this is so Slicked over great. hair. Probably I would dye my hair darker. Okay. Slicked over, like, like nice and slick. Drew Doyle is a good guy though, right? Yes. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's an Englishman. What if the joke yeah. was, though, he's this great, like, kind of handsome Englishman, very charming, but he's got, like, Austin Powers teeth. <laughs> I can't fuck up my own teeth. I don't have the best teeth no, 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 in the world, no, no, but I don't no, have no, fucked no, up no, teeth. Yeah, I no, can't no. commit that no, far. No, I know, I know. I think that's just funny, though. I'd like to think that I, um, I would really like to go for, like, a sophisticated Henry Cavill look. Okay. You know, I like, like that, yeah. if he had a curly mustache. Three-piece suit with, like, the, the vest. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. The monocle. Yeah, monocle, cane. I, I mean, feel like there's some segments where he's getting interviewed by one of, the, like, the people on the sidelines before he's going out to wrestle, and he pulls out, like, a pocket watch. Mm-hmm. Yes. Joy, pocket watch. A pocket watch. I'm handing out handkerchiefs like they're going out of style to, pe- mm. to women who are sneezing. Yes. Or crying oh. because they're in love with you. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> Let me. This is a handkerchief. I felt like I almost slipped into like. Please poor, don't cry. Like really poor, like hobo. But please, sir. Please, sir. Please, sir. Do you have a spare, a spare quid? 
<laughs> I love this. I want to see it happen. Drew Doyle. Drew Doyle. The Vers- butcher versus the butcher versus the butcher. Yeah. The butcher. The Is butcher. it B U T C H A? Yeah, I think butcher. so. I think it's butcher. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like we're gonna have a cage match. The octagon in the in the in a cage match. So yeah. like yeah, so like really I you know what I think of when I when you say cage match is Spider Man, like the OG Spider Man yeah. when he goes into With Toby. With Tobes. Yeah. Tobl a uh, good old Toblerone. <laughs> Toblerone, dude. Yeah, I would need about two fifty. Okay. I love it. But I I'm excited that we've but we've come up with my alter ego. My yeah. my He's WWE great. superstar uh <laughs> WWE. I can't wait to see your action figure. I want that one on my shelf. It would be a really fucking good action figure. Are mm. you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. I think rip it would be away three piece suit, and all of a sudden I'm in just my chonies and boots, yeah. ready to go. Love it. It sounds like I need to be Drew Doyle for Halloween this year. <laughs> it's like who the fuck are you? I'm duh. I'm fucking Drew Doyle. Best WWE wrestler ever. Uh, wrestler. Superstar. WWE superstar Drew Doyle. Drew Doyle. <laughs> <laughs> You don't remember the infamous match against the Butcher? Yeah, it's classic. It's one it's of the classic. classics, dude. If you ever watch an ESPN classic, it'll show up there every once in a while. Just when it, nobody thought it could get more brutal, someone threw fucking tacks in on the ground in the cage match yeah. to get extra spicy. Yep. Yep. And that's why I'm blind in my left eye. <laughs> that's why I need my monocle. <laughs> I was blinded by attack. <laughs> Jesus. Attack, attack. That sounds brutal. All right, that was how much with your host. It is Vinny. She'll be right. Good one. That was a good one. Drew Doyle. Drew Doyle, the butcher. And the butcher coming at you live. Cage cage match. On TNT. (laughs) Is that where wrestling is played? I think think they have a, or TBS has like a AEW. Have you heard of the AEW? Wrestling League? I've heard of it. I don't know. Oh my about god, it, it's even worse than WWE. The, the drama is turned up to ten. Dude, they're just worse at acting. Oh, they're like worse. That's where the Walmart John Cena's go to. Yes, they do the whole like, you know. Oh yeah, over the crazy. Top. Yeah. Okay. Um. This is the part where I talk about where you can find our podcast. It's true. Um, you can find us Apple Podcasts. I'm Apple, pretty sure. Yeah, I think, think yes. Yeah, Maybe Apple, Spotify. Spotify. Amazon Music. There's Amazon Music. There's whatever we always Stitch, said. Whatever fucking Google. Stitcher. Stitcher. Whatever Google's net podcast network is. Stitch. Stitcher is Stitcher. the uh, the butcher is sponsored by Stitcher. Stitcher. That's also my sidekick. Stitcher. Stitcher and, and, and the Butcher. Butcher and the Stitcher. Maybe it's too much. No, I think that's perfect. Butcher and the Stitch. What's my what's my sidekick? You've got some butler. Jacques. Jacques, he's a French Garçon. butler. Garçon. <laughs> Garçon, the French butler. You've got a French butler called Garçon. <laughs> oh, my God. Garçon. Garçon, the French liaison. Yeah. Um, yeah, Apple, yeah, Spotify, yeah, yeah. Google, Google, Amazon, Stitcher. Stitcher. Yep, that's pretty much it. Yeah, we do have an Instagram page out with that out definitely podcast. So throw us a follow on there, and if you have any ideas for how much or a random topic for us to discuss, 
Hit us up on Instagram. We also have an email address without definite aim at gmail.com. You can hit us up uh, either place. Yes, please do. We don't get nearly enough emails. We appreciate you and the listens that you give us. It's true. And uh, we'll see you same time, same place next week. Please. All right. Thanks, everyone. See you next week. Bye.